0: If you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toe Ear Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeearguitars.us, that's t-o-i-r-g-u-i-t-a-r-s.us, and contact Ed today. Top Hill Recording Podcast Episode One Forty Seven. What's going on, Neil? What's up, man? I missed an episode. I thought this was One Forty Six, but that's okay. No, nah,
1: it's they... One Forty Seven. You know I was bad at that for a long time.
0: Hey, what do you think about Barry White, man?
1: I think it's pretty impressive, <laughs> and I hope I don't. I hope
0: I don't have it next time. I, uh... Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I have taken two COVID tests, so I don't have COVID. But I got something making me congested. Good news. We're drinking some stuff that might cure you.
2: <laughs> What's up, Brent? I'm good. About to be a lot better. Looking forward to this podcast in one shot tonight.
0: We are getting ready to test your editing skills. Oh, yeah. Podcast of 10 people. (laughs) Record, right?
1: Yep, record. I'm glad you got that mask on with those calls, man. I just, for the record, for the record, speaking of records. I don't want my spittle hitting you. Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we've got
0: Doom Gong. We'll definitely have to hear about that, Doom Gong. We'll hear about that later, but before we do that, we're gonna have a little toast. Hey, man. Cheers, cheers, guys! Cheers, you guys! Yeah. Cheers, 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 cheers! Clink, clink, clink. We're not gonna talk much about what we're drinking because it's Woo, fake so- bourbon. It's made. It's not made in
1: Kentucky. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. So I just remember a little bit from the last time, and let's see what happens with sourcing our bourbon.
0: I can't tell you one thing, though. That bottle has been in this house as long as Starlight has been in the house, if that tells you anything.
1: You know mm. what? It's not bad. It just doesn't taste like anything. It's like. That's true. There's no flavor. There's nothing to it. There's no. It almost no...
3: could have been vodka.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> 100%.
1: <laughs> if the creek don't rise, I guess, I don't know, man. That's
0: all good. All right, Matt, man, welcome back. We're going to start with you and let you guys go around the table and introduce yourselves.
4: Matt Griffin.
0: Hey. So, Matt, what podcast number is this for you? <laughs> Four. Four, oh, all right.
1: Yeah. You're like a vet, man. Four. You're going you know, nail- a- to nail it this time, Matt. I'm going to not stutter
0: as much. <laughs> Drummers and bass players, they just, man, they, they get around. <laughs>
1: uh I, now I'm a Sam
0: Kernahan. Hi, right, Sam. Yeah. You first time, right? Yeah, because we're gonna to have to talk a little bit because I know some of you guys have been here before under another name. Most of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right,
1: welcome Sam. Well, Sam, what what instrument do you play? Bass. Ah, uh, the bass player.
2: All right. Um I'm Christian Olds. I am like the drummer and guitar player. Now, <laughs> so yeah. He
5: does both sure. simultaneously. <laughs> now hold on. Now now Kenny. So
0: do we have three drummers now?
2: Well, we uh, no. <laughs> uh, we have two official drummers, but uh, Christian here he subs in when one of us can't make it, and oh. yeah, and sometimes he subs in on guitar. Pretty much <laughs> nah, any yeah, instrument yeah. you ask him to play, he'll play it. He <laughs> can trumpet.
6: He can play trumpet. And he's That's the
0: utility fun. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, oh yeah. I guess I'll introduce myself <laughs> as Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny
6: Tase. I play drums. <laughs> Welcome uh, back, Kenny.
1: Yeah.
2: Thank you, sir.
6: Weird. I don't know how, how, how do I go. Uh my name's <clears throat> William Jr. I play keyboards and trumpet. Uh kinda play keyboards, mostly play trumpet. Uh, yeah, fun and a bun. All right.
1: Kinda play keyboards, mostly play trumpet. That's a you it. actually mostly play keyboards.
7: Sometimes plays trumpet very well.
1: Oh. Another utility man. Yeah.
3: Um, my name is Misaki Hall. I play the other keys and Omnichord.
1: Ooh, the Omnichord? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be... <laughs> I, we haven't had an Omnichord in here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Time. Breaking all the records. Man, this, yeah. is good, this is what a night. Exciting. <laughs> and
5: I'm John Anderson, and I play guitar and sing. And John is the conductor. Yes, the oh, yeah, man. And the maestro. Back, man. I've been known to dabble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, welcome back. Thank you so for us. Let's just, uh, first of all, four, I think, four of the seven of you guys were here is as Danero Romero, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what what led from Danero Romero
1: to Doomgong? Well, well, if you don't uh, recall, we talked about Doomgong last time you all were here. So it wasn't. Yes. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but we talked about, hey, that we're doing this other thing, Doomgong. Gong. Uh, we'll eventually get to the point where we want to come back. I remember having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Was it, that this band? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it, it might have been just with Matt. Like, I don't know. But I remember talking about... Well, let's hear it. <laughs> so you had two
5: things going, and this is just the second thing. Is that what it is? Uh, sort of. Just, uh, we wanted to... W- the idea of De Nero Romero probably came about in like 2018. And once 2022 rolled around, we're like, It'd be cool to kind of repackage this So Kind of Wound up with Doom Gong And It kind of changed the direction Of the music a little bit But Yeah I kind of repackaged it And made it
1: All new And what we wanted to Express Right now So what was the uh, What's the big What would you say Is the biggest jump In that rebranding Like what As far as direction Shift musically
5: Well The first thing Is that we have a gong Now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not just figurative. You literally have a gong. Um, I would say that we... Uh, having a, a lot more emphasis on uh, like classical music incorporation into what we're doing and that'll become more apparent with some of the more... With the recordings that we have coming up, uh, coming out, but kind of embracing that. We did it a little bit with the conducting before, but I think you'll really be able to hear it soon. Very soon. Okay. Awesome. So, how old is Doom Gong? Doom Gong? Uh, I think we... Maybe about August, right before we played a show uh, in Lexington called... Well, a festival in Lexington called Expansion. Uh, We decided to... That was a perfect time to repackage and uh, come out with this new new thing. Yeah. So, I think uh, September was our first show. That's awesome. You all played Expansion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was
2: there for that. See... uh, I wasn't there all day, but I was there to see the Black Angels.
5: Yeah, they were great and they awesome. were super sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a great time. It was, it was a good first show for us. So that was the first time they did that <laughs> yeah. festival, right? I think that was the first year for that oh, festival. Oh no, they they'd done it for several years. I'd I'd went in uh twenty twenty-one. Well, Masaki and I both went in twenty twenty one and saw bands like uh Meat Bodies. Meat Bodies was the big band that was there and they were so cool. Yeah. And what other bands?
3: I don't remember. <laughs> I was focused on you. <laughs> yeah,
5: Meat Bodies was the big one. Yeah, they were, yeah, expansion's really, really cool. I would definitely go back. It was awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll play again uh, in 2023, which is
1: coming around sooner than I. Crazy. Yeah, that's insane. That actually is insane, dude. Thinking about just time. Oh, yeah. 20, how in the, how'd we get to 2023? Like, it's, it's December. Time was like uh, a
0: little bit different there, you know, for a couple of years. Just Mm -hmm. like, true, true. if time flowed differently. So Masaki, how did you? uh, How did you get connected with Doomgong?
3: Um, I think I played violin on a track from De Niro a while ago. I think April of twenty twenty one.
0: Well, you must have done a great job. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was
3: really fun. And then, um, and then yeah, we just who I called you up playing. and
0: said hey we've got this going on you want to be part of it
3: i guess john yeah <laughs> and then yeah that was it
6: i actually fun fact masaki played the first show cuz i couldn't uh-huh. so yeah. there was like an audition before the audition even happened cuz <laughs> i think i was doing it was like august of 2021 what? Yeah, yeah, August of last year. Because they would do like a 30-minute set. Where'd you guys play at?
3: We played at Bowling Green. Yeah, Tidballs. Tid-balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Tidballs. Yeah, Zaki
6: played that one for me. And then after that, she was kind of always around and kind of knew
3: of us. I think. Kind of a sub, too, for Will for mm-hmm. a while, I think.
5: Then we created— Well, then I got on Omnicord. And I was like, we got to mm-hmm. get somebody to play this. <laughs> and that's I mean. And then yeah.
1: it's, and you play the violin also. It's like, good yeah. God, man.
5: <laughs> you kind of see how some of that— in the upcoming songs, you'll see how that's incorporated a big part of
1: our, uh, kind of where we're headed. I could, I could imagine all the instrumentation and the abilities lead you to not have any real limitations on what you all can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I can't imagine that there's a lot of, um, a lot of groups, especially younger groups that, that have that ability. I mean, a lot of people kind of have to stick to what they're good at and, and figure out what it is they do the best and, uh, to be able to really kind of interchange a, as a group with all the players and everybody being multi-instrumentalists. Multi-instrument, uh, instrument Is that a word? Yeah. All right. <laughs> now it um, is. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's just interesting to think where where you could go. Because I, I, I assume a lot of you are uh, somewhat classically trained. I mean, if you're moving in that direction anyway, it's like when you can start incorporating stuff like that, man, it just opens up the gates for... No, no limit.
4: Yeah, several of us. I think everybody's been at the U of L School, School of, of Music. Music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, everybody w- at the table. Yeah, yeah all yeah, seven at the table. Yeah. Oh, wow. Will
5: Will Masaki and I were both in. We were all in the. Well, Masaki's still in the. She's finishing up her masters, but we were all in oh, wow. like the classical side. I play double bass like in the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Will plays trumpet in the orchestra, and Masaki is plays violin, oboe, and conducts. She's the, the real conductor, and then, yeah, okay. and then uh, Matt, oh, Sam, Christian, and Kenny are all a part of the jazz program. So, uh, over at U of L, Matt, well, Matt, Us. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Matt did uh, drums, and Sam did bass, and Christian did drums, and Kenny did drums. <laughs> well, is doing, yeah, currently doing, yeah, drums. yeah,
1: yeah. Man, it's just that's cool. that that's it's not only cool. It's just like I said, it, it, there's there's no limitation on oh, wow, what yeah. what you could come up with. We're trying to be creative. (laughs) I can imagine sometimes, though, with so many, so many. How does that work? I mean, everybody has has the education. You got the background. Is does that ever lead to discussions about why are we doing this and not this? I mean, will this go, or is it just completely free flowing in, in in the? I would say, like, because
5: we all have a. Uh, similar music background, we kind of understand why we're doing something before we do it. Like if we're working on a transition, it's like, okay, this is why we do it this way or if we're working on a chord progressions. Like that doesn't, we all know that that doesn't work kind of simultaneously because we kind of have been accustomed. And also we've been playing for with each other for a long time. We kind of predict each other mm. pretty well. Hopefully I'm not just, <laughs> just, no, I, I agree it. with you. Did you guys all first meet at Uville? Um, well, sorry, I, I don't want to hog it, but uh several of us yes, but several of us no. Uh, Kenny and I used to play in The Last Origin. Well, that we never the band never really like broke up or anything, but uh we we started playing together in 2014 or something. Something crazy. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I think we were 16 when Yeah, Did Kenny
0: have a mustache then. Oh, guarantee Come on, dude. Yes, you had to.
1: Couldn't grow a hair on my chinny chin chin. <laughs>
0: and then Sam, how'd you come into the picture with uh, Doom Gong?
6: Well, uh, my first gig was at Expansion. Uh, John asked uh, if I could play. I was like, I'd be happy to.
5: Hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Matt and Kenny and I and Grant. Grant is uh, another guitar player. He's not here tonight, but we all we uh last origin used to play a lot of shows with blind feline back in the day and so we we knew matt from that and also whenever i was starting at of i think it was like a year after you started or something like i think you were a year or two older. i think i
4: started i started the music program about the same time but yeah i was probably in school okay. a year or two before y'all
5: mm. and then met sam in a similar way through going to the school of music and having mutual friends and uh same thing with really everybody. The U of L School of Music really uh <laughs> really helped us out with our personnel.
3: And I crossed paths before we, I like actually got to know you guys. Like Matt was in one of my classes and I never knew till like two years later. <laughs> I feel bad.
0: Two years after the <laughs> class?
3: Yeah.
4: How <laughs> to give her a smack on the head and be like, Hey, remember me?
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh where the na- where does the name come from other than having a gong in
5: the band? Well, uh, I think, sorry, I'm not trying to hug this. Does anybody else want to take this question?
2: <laughs> I think one of the big things was uh, it looked really good on paper. I remember uh, John came up with the name and he walked up to me and he had it on his phone. And he just, he said, read this and don't say it out loud. Just really, just really look at it. And I, I read it, and I was like, you know what, man? That, that looks really good. And after like five minutes, I still haven't said it. And I was like, I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> and after that, I was like, yeah, that's a really good one. We we got to go for that. And then I, I'm sure he approached everybody with the, the same idea. <laughs> Just
5: look at it, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just look at it. Will you, will you look at it? <laughs> it's, it's
5: so hard to come up with a band name like that's short. Like Any band name that you can think of that's short is almost always taken so i feel like we got pretty lucky having two syllables Uh and we're the only band that i've been able to find probably there's gonna be some band from like indonesia that's gonna come (laughs) in yeah Ah.
1: (laughs) all caps all the time
5: oh yeah well we're not gonna
1: pitch a fit (laughs) if it's not all all the time i write all caps most of the time anyway just looks natural
4: do you say all caps all the time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's louder than light. Yeah. yeah I do. <laughs> so how long have you guys been writing music for Doom Gong? Since beginning? There's a it coming in from all of you bringing pieces in? Yeah, what's it well, look like?
1: that, that's what I was wondering. What in the hell does it look like when yeah. you're like, I got an idea. And then it, it, does it branch? Does it come in as a solidified, this is what I got, It start to finish, it it feels like it can't come in like that. Mm. Um, I think it depends on
5: the song, really. Some songs are more like fully uh, uh, fleshed out. Um, one, The song that we just released, Hour in the Sun, we had it as like a concept for a long time and we actually didn't finish it until like we were at the studio recording the song and we were like, okay, we we had like a idea for it, but didn't work. It went into minor and it was kind of like a dreary vibe and we're like, we need to find something else. So, I'd say most of the time it ends up being that way and just kind of to to credit everybody, they kind of have to just be ready for... Because I'm, I'm the main person that sings and I'm really bad at writing lyrics. So I, <laughs> like at our Zanzibar show, we had a song that was <laughs> instrumental and then like half an hour before I like went into the alley behind Zanzibar and I'm like, this song needs lyrics. I'm going to write lyrics right now. And I'm just going <laughs> to surprise
6: them like while we're playing with lyrics. I'm not even going to lie. When I first joined the group and like we played the songs, we'd get on the stage and do a performance. And I'm like, this song has lyrics? <laughs> I didn't even realize all of our songs are lyrics. So right here though, I'm like, I'm playing. I'm like, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Lyrics are so hard because it's like, that's
5: the part in the music where it like, you commit to an idea or a concept or a place and so I want to like have as much time with the song as possible to kind of like understand from like a third person what what's the what's the effect of this song? That's wild. Yeah, and it's it's, That's it's wild. It's really hard to get to that like whenever you first write a song because then you're so like personally involved in why the decisions are made. And so I try to get as much space <laughs> between.
1: I yeah, sorry. I don't know if I've ever heard. I like that. Yeah, I don't know if I've <laughs> ever heard anybody approach songwriting like that, where you where you flesh out the music, because I think music first, uh, and I'm with you on lyrics because lyrics can be so dumb. Yeah, but you can end up writing something and you're like, this is really good, and it'd be cheesy as hell, mm-hmm. and, and, and that wasn't the intent, but it, it to make sense. It does make sense to go, all right, this song has this vibe. It has what's it saying to me. Uh that's an interesting approach to songwriting. I've never really heard anybody uh do that before.
5: I don't know if it's very smart,
2: but <laughs> I, I like that idea because yeah, it's about the vibe of the song because like you said, when you commit to an idea or with lyrics, it's like most things have already been said, right? So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. with sometimes the words are generic and you try to force them in there, but I kinda like that like that mindset
7: well
1: and it probably allows you especially you know in a group like this to have uh again ever ever growing ideas on parts and not it doesn't it doesn't go well this part has to have lyrics here because this is has no you you can create a different section and have a part you know a c and d instead of have just an ab part and, mm-hmm. and and continue to grow the song until you finally go all right this this sounds this sounds complete musically and then decide what what goes where? What what's mm-hmm. t- that's that's just a, that, that's interesting, man. That's very very interesting. <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm glad you think so because
1: I think everybody is like
5: a little scared whenever I oh, when we we're playing an instrumental song and I'm like coming up to the mic, like okay, <laughs> what's he gonna say? Yeah, what? What, what's gonna what's well,
0: gonna
3: happen? Also, yeah. the music is like the ones that we do are very much not works in progress in a bad way, but it's like I think mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing because it's always like seems like every rehearsal, Johnny comes in and he's like, okay, so we're gonna scrap. Like the middle section. <laughs> We're going to do something completely different. And it's like, okay. Now we got to learn a whole nother part. But I don't know. I always think that's really fun. There's this one song we've been working on for a while. We've got like six versions of it. Oh yeah. At this point. But, but I, point I think it's, it's… like a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. you know? I think it's we just really fun. just
6: find the right pieces. Well, we talk, I think we talked to you guys. asked about like the process with it being so much of us. I think a lot of the songs are like a uh, journey kind of self-discovery. In a way that like… Other time we'll only… Like we may… John may come and be like, all right, let's try this thing right here. And we'll just play that. And all we have is like a 30-second section. And then we won't even look at it for like weeks. And then we'll do a song. And it's like, this thing that we did at this moment in time will work really well here. Or there'll be moments, and like the song, one of the songs we're doing today, we'll we'll just sit down and, you know, there may be a melody that someone has an idea or you just play a bunch of stuff. And we'll be like, that was cool. Okay, we didn't like that. Okay, that was cool. And then it kind of makes its own thing. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of like you know, like playing in the sand and then trying to build something and then eventually kind of get something after a while.
1: Do you ever uh, take those those parts that you go, well, this doesn't fit here. We're going to scrap that and and take it here. Do you ever take those parts and go, but I like this part. So we're going to, let's start with this part on something new. Just like you would at, say you write some lyrics that, that, uh, you look at the the overall song. And go, I hate this entire thing, but I love this line, so I'm going to keep this line, and we're going to start there. Do you ever do that musically? With the, as you as a group,
5: I think so. Uh, one song that we've been uh, a newer song that we're doing is um, a song called "The Gong Rings On," and kind of like a, a big thing about a lot of songs that we do is that there's like returning motifs, and so we try to like open up so that like. Yeah, like, and there there are moments where it's like, okay, this section is really cool, but doesn't work for this song. We'll use it somewhere else. But we try to kind of formulate the song so that there are sections that can work in, and so, and you, you'll hear that a little bit with what we play tonight. Um, that the returning motif thing is something that we like a lot, and like a lot of callbacks. Yeah, yeah, we like referencing other songs and yeah, even cool. songs that like. um even uh, just other well, sorry. This is a this is a huge discussion. I'm not trying to to steer us, but uh, I think it's cool to write music that is aware that other music exists. You know, it's so easy to write music that's kind of in a vacuum where it's like, okay, I'm going to write my song, my love song, and it's going to be and it's going to ignore that there are millions and millions of other love songs, and I'm just going to try to have you know. And I This think, is the love song. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool to write music that acknowledges that other music exists. Like
6: breaking the fourth wall with your own music. Yeah, ah. yeah.
5: And to like not try to fall into tropes or if you do fall into tropes to kind of do it in, in a comedic way. I, I, maybe not in some of the music that we play tonight, but I think that in some of our songs there's definitely a comedic element to it. And a self-aware element to the songs.
1: Well, and that also probably leads you all to write in more full form thought in long, longer form mm-hmm. instead of we're going to write twelve songs. We're going to write this this piece more so, uh, which allows for that callback. Because, like you said, if if you if if you write like that, it's hard to it it's hard not to hear the. Record as a piece, as a as one thing that you really need to listen to, like a like a comic, uh, like a, a stand up routine, like an hour special or something like that. Where if you come in the middle, you might miss you might miss half of the thing that you, that you should yeah. be hearing.
5: Mm-hmm. No, I, I I definitely feel that, and that's why I think, uh, especially this coming year, we're going to put a big emphasis on releasing larger uh, larger bodies of work because we we've only released singles so far, but we have a huge catalog of, uh, we probably have easily, what do you say, four or five hours worth of music? Yes. Like, I'm talking like, like stuff that we don't even remember how to play anymore, but I still don't cool. know a lot
6: of that music. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely packaging it up in a way that has co- um, cohes- cohesion and makes sense as like a larger, um, a larger body of work. That's, I think we're going to really Focus on putting out a lot of uh, music like that, that because yeah. that's that's a big part of our live, um, our live I was presentation. To mention that, uh, you know,
1: uh, it looks like you all are have a visual experience along with what you all are playing. At least you did in this mm-hmm. last latest set of videos that I watched today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, that really is immersive. Number one, uh, and it draws you in, and and, and probably would help the whole the whole thing, really. I mean, just as far as uh, being a, an audience member to mm. see a visual experience w- with the musical um, journey that I think that you all would take us on. Uh, just super interesting. And, you know, these days, there is, you're so free to do that. There's all these services, YouTube, you can upload an entire, uh, you know, something to YouTube so easily that that mm. I think would just get I think when people hear the entirety of what you you are going to do and be doing it's just going to be incredible. So every every platform that it can be on, I'm all for it.
5: Man. Well, thank you. <laughs> and about the visual element, shout out to our uh, to Misha, Yo, aka Yovazal. He's uh, been a big part of our visual element, and also uh, Hunter, which is HTLA on Instagram. But uh, shout out, yeah, shout out to them. They're they're a big part of. Uh, the visual element uh, awesome. hunter does a lot of photography for us and uh does a lot of visuals and in a music video that we're probably going to release i actually i got i got the final <laughs> i need to show it to you guys nice <laughs> yeah but i'll probably send it i will we'll probably put it out um tomorrow or hey. the day after but uh Hi, what's up? yeah but <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we brought both of them together and we collaborated on a video for hour in the sun and i think it it the visual element is really uh, a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really, it doesn't enhance the song. I, I would say I think it just it it fits the song. You know, I think they just kind of go hand in hand with each other. Well, we've mentioned "Hour in the Sun" a few times. Tell us about that, and let's then let's listen to it. Sorry, I feel like I'm hogging this. Does anybody want to talk about this song? <laughs> Okay, here I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can talk about Laser Beam. Okay, so Amazing. uh Hour in the Sun is a really I think it's a really cool song because uh it's based off of uh well, kind of the inception of it was I was uh well, as we were talking about, like some of us are classical musicians and some most of us are jazz musicians, but uh I was playing a classical Orchestra concert in uh, Jackson, Tennessee with the Jackson Symphony. Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> Shout out to Jackson Symphony. Peter yeah. Shannon. Um, anyways, put me in your
6: sub list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> we
5: were uh, we were playing um, Tchaikovsky, who's like a romantic Russian composer. We were playing his Fourth Symphony, and there's a part in the second movement, the string melody that is so incredible. And we were playing it the bass is kind of have a i i play bass in orchestra and the bass is kind of have like not as cool of a part but it was nice cuz you kind of just get to enjoy what everybody else is doing and they they had this melody i'll, I'll sing it kind of poorly which it ends up being like i i heard that and i was like oh my gosh we got to we got to use that in a song we got to use it and we had this idea to have like this classical melody, but to kind of have this bossa nova thing happening. And as you can imagine, those two uh, elements were kind of <laughs> really tricky to put together. That's why it kind of got uh, backloaded until we wound up at the studio. and We were like, we got a little bit of extra time. See if we can work this out. And we, we tried out a bunch of different things, but uh, we ended up finding um, a keyboard that they had at Thunder Studios, which is Franklin, Kentucky. worked oh, with yeah. Max. Uh, incredible time and uh, they have so many really really cool keyboards there and they had this one keyboard I think it was from like the 50s 50s or 60s and it was um, uh, you would turn it on and it would do the thing and it was just so warbly and warm and because and, we couldn't figure out a bridge section for the song and so we were playing around trying to figure out something and we heard that and we were like I think that could work and you, you'll hear it in the song. It kind of it, it I don't I don't want to to lead you into a certain direction of how to interpret it, but I think it fit the song and we were able to to have all the elements come together and make, make the song what it is. Yeah. All right, let's check it out. Hour in the sun.
1: Amazing, awesome! Man. So interesting. That's a yeah, dude. Sound experience. That's a audible audio experience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little adventure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, dude. No doubt. I love that middle middle part. Just the just this just the sound journey you kind of go on to yeah. get back to it, man.
6: Yeah, yeah. trying Definitely something a little
1: cool. new, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: that like organ warbly part. Like John did that one take. I remember we were sitting in the booth and he's like, "Like, all right, go!" and then. Plays, boom, and that was it. Like, that's the first take right there in the recording. <laughs>
1: that's how you do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the try.
6: Maestro, that's the maestro for you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neil. We need to get down there to Thunder Sound. Man. I
1: know it. We've been invited I a bunch of times to go So cool. So cool. Pretty it's amazing terrible. place, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, for oh, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, we had Seth it's on. It's legit. It's one of the best ever, man. Seth, yep. is, Seth is phenomenal the man, old guy. Yeah. Love Seth. So,
0: you were, you guys were recording with Max, is it? Erwin? Erwin?
5: Erskine. Erskine. Yeah.
0: Erskine,
1: yeah. Oh, for two. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was closer than I, I expected yeah, to be. I was going to say, I couldn't. I didn't have <laughs> pretty daggone good, really. Sorry, Max, man. Yeah. We haven't even met, though. So,
5: yeah, that's true. Max's a great guy. And we we actually, and it's probably about to come out within like a week. We did a live session down there oh, probably sweet. like a month ago. We played that song and played a couple of other songs too. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, so did you guys stay there when you record? Whenever we did record, we did stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Here, this, yeah. Does somebody somebody else want to talk about the, the thunder <laughs> I mean, sound I, experience?
6: I also know the thunder sound experience. I feel like me and John have said the most. I feel like Matt, you ain't said nothing. <laughs> Sam ain't said nothing. Christian hasn't said a word since he said. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I know Christian and Sam weren't there, but uh it's a it was a really cool place. I mean, we stayed there. They have like uh like Airbnb basically next to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so you can either like yeah. stay in Airbnb or not. But uh you we, we recorded like we got there. I forget the exact time frame because it's kind of a mind blur. But we got there, set up like a night, like we sound checked our stuff. And like we got there in like the evening, went to sleep, woke up the next day, recorded for All like day,
8: yeah. like we would day. literally just sit
6: down and they'd say, Okay, ec- blah 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 song. Take one, boom, and then we play the little song and we get through and there'd be like one thing and we'd be like, let's do it again. And some songs we didn't like I don't remember the exact number. Some songs we did in like two, maybe three. Yeah. And some took a little bit more. Like Hour in the Sun took a bit because we were doing it. Then we were like, oh, we don't actually have a metal section. We so were kind had, of figuring
5: like, it out as we were recording it. Yeah,
6: yeah but then like we were to record. And then after that, like, we done all recording stuff. Uh, you know, did the little extra things. You know, added some little extra sugars and spices to the mix. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty much there. But the process itself was really, really fun.
0: Did you guys record two drum kits there, Matt and Kenny? Yeah. Yeah.
4: And the session that they did a month ago, I was absent. Christian's my backup, for sure, (laughs) because I I missed a lot. But, uh, but, yeah, they did dual drums that that, uh, session last month, too, and it was cool. They made it work, and, you know, um, I mean, I... I can hear it because we played on it, but I mean, for the most part, it sounds like there's really only one yeah. person playing on yeah. it. It's like a really rich
5: just sounds
1: drum big. Drum. Yeah. yeah, it just yeah, sounds yeah. super big, man. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, if you listen to enough stuff in headsets and do enough recording and stuff, you can hear when something is huge, and those drums sound huge to me. Yeah.
6: Yeah. The equipment at them is also really good. Like they had like, guitars, pianos, they had, like grand pianos. The drum kits are really good sounds. They had some. Other auxiliary instruments too, like they just have a really good setup there. So I think it allowed us to kind of produce the best sound that we know we can. Great microphone, well, just the room's and, good. Yeah. yeah, it's a good yeah. drum. It's yeah. a good drum room, definitely.
1: Yeah. There. Well, and, and you know those uh, those guys know when they get a piece that's gold, like that that organ that you played. That that I mean, they know there's not a lot of places that have something that cool that when yeah. they powered up it does that and then it makes us weird, you know, because that's how many people are going to come in and use that. Oregon, really. I mean, it's not going to be, it's going to be people that understand, you know, this fits what I'm doing accidentally. But (laughs) these guys had it here because they knew somebody would sit here and knew it was a good piece that sounded the way it does for a certain somebody to come in. I mean, it's just stuff like that's awesome when you Mm -hmm. go to uh, studios like that and huge spaces like that. Yeah. Which is awesome.
2: Yeah, that that was a big part of the experience here. Uh, They had a full-on keyboard room with organs. I mean, anything you could think of, and we probably spent two to three hours just going around to each keyboard (laughs) trying them out. Like, oh, dude, check this sound out. We have to use this somewhere.
5: somewhere. (laughs) They had a Hammond B three too. Did they have the Leslie? Oh yeah.
1: Oh, it sounds so good, dude. When we recorded at Goldsmith Studio, that was one thing they had down there, man. They had a Leslie with the with the beat, with the ham, and I was like, "Holy crap!" little video old place sounds so good. So it's just that's just years of gathering it's a thousand pounds of movings. What it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's as great as, as electronics have come with, with manipulating sound. You can't get that sound out of out of anything other than the Leslie mm-hmm. and the and ham.
0: True. That's why some of are still around. Yeah, and that's why they're worth. They're worth. I mean, yeah,
1: worth the weight in gold. Yeah, we, we couldn't
5: afford one, but it was nice that there was one there.
1: <laughs>
0: on. yeah. <laughs> so, what does Doom Gong have out there now? Like on the streaming platforms and things? Is it? Is it the two songs we're listening to tonight? Is yeah. that where you are now? Yeah, okay.
5: Yeah. And we're it,
0: like, we I was, got plenty
6: more. Oh we, yeah, we, we got we we're. were we're fired up.
5: Just at that yeah. one Thunder session, I think we recorded 10 songs. Okay. And yeah. we've just been kind of mixing them, trying out different things. And that's a big, you know, it's a big part of the mixing process too. I know we were talking about the songwriting process, kind of getting a third person perspective. But I think that's something that we also try to do with the mixes, which is so hard to do. If you listen to a song, oh, you know, yeah. 150 times and trying to listen to it like it's new, it's... it's really
4: tough to do that so it, it takes a little bit of
5: experimenting coming away from it coming back and trying to get fresh ears at least for
4: me. i'll say i'll say this about the mix uh for the hour in the sun man like is it just at least my recording experience is like you get in the studio track a song sit on it a few months listen to it again and be like wow so much of that could be improved upon <laughs> um but yeah, just like really sitting and like the mixing in the post. I mean, damn, that song—it sounds like a totally different song from like pre-mix to like final cut. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, how how we, that can be done? Yeah. yeah, I was
5: listening to it like just that time. I was like, ah, I think I've. Not listen to it for a couple of days, and now I can I can listen to it and think, okay, this is a pretty good song. Mm. <laughs> it is, gosh.
1: You, yeah, you can definitely make your ears bleed listening to stuff, huh? Is that the first
0: time all seven of you have listened to it on headphones together? I'm
6: um, yeah, yeah, together, yeah. Yeah. together <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think also because like we each all know like the parts. Like it's like it's like eating food and knowing the exact recipe, like and being the cook also. Like it's like oh, like. I'll hear something and be like that's this thing I remember this person playing this thing I remember exactly well, it,
3: told, it took me to like learn it and yeah, mm-hmm. like I know
6: exactly the exact progression I know the exact voicings that's going on I know that weird drum thing that's going to happen I know that transition like it all it just all kind of is like a big you can see the matrix with it kind of mm-hmm. makes it you know enjoyable to listen to but if you do it too much it's like alright Kind of like to get through the whole song, you're like, all right, and I know what happens
5: next. <laughs> I, I I feel like I can listen to it kind of like with a fresh experience, you know. I feel well, I'm not I'm not gonna toot my own horn or toot our own horn, but I think I think it's a pretty great song. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I know that sounds very vain. Definitely like at nah,
4: least a top five, maybe top two Billboard. It's, oh, right yeah. below, it's, right below, it's right below Michael Jackson's we're, Thriller. We're coming for Taylor Swift right No, now. man. And hey, look, when, if, you can get,
1: if you can get to the end of a song, uh, put it out. Even if you don't put it out. You write it, you, you figure out what it is, and you, you're singing it, and it is what it is. If at the end of that you can go, I like this song. that That's—how many times have you written a song where you go at the end of it, and you've recorded it, you've done all this, you go, all right, I, I, I still— I still like this song most of the time. For it's hard. It's hard to do. So, hard. It's so never happened for you, has it? <laughs> no, never. Neil, uh, Neil hates all his old songs. Yeah, oh. I play them once and I'm done with it. If, if I listen
5: to like anything that is like <laughs> older than like a year and a half old, I'm like, God, why'd I do
1: that? But the thing I like, what it is, is the progression of yeah of of the writing and the the musicianship and the evolution group and the and and the it's all an evolution, man. Yeah. And, and so what you probably hear is, I could, I wish I could fix this in post. I wish I could do these things in the mix. I wish I would have made this decision. We do that uh, so much better now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's always that. So it's not, it gets, you can be super critical. And, and you get to a point like when you do release or record this mix and you get it out and you love it. In a year and a half you're gonna look back and go, Oh my god, we could have done so many things different and and better in a in this sense or this sense when right now it's perfect. You know? Yeah, I mean yeah. you gotta it, it is important to live in in the moment where the song was created and finished and remember
7: mm-hmm.
1: that That's well, what we did then. We did then. We're we're yeah. we're and that, you know, it may you may look back in ten years and go, I still love that song, man.
5: Um yeah, I'm I'm thinking that might happen. I'm, I really like that song. Yeah. When we were listening to it, I was just like totally, oh yeah. I wonder if you ever, <laughs>
1: you know, if, if you can take yourself out of it ever. And this is, I guess this is a question for anybody that writes music or does anything like that. And, and just say, like you write, you write and you record, and even if it's an iPhone recording, and then you play it and you listen as if somebody else wrote it or is singing it. If you can get a more of a true opinion of what you really think about it. Can you so even do that?
2: Do. So hard to do, though. You get dementia later on in life. You to it. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's hard. Who are these guys? These young
8: snappers really,
0: <laughs> <laughs> really be cooking. <laughs> it's hard not to compare too. You know, when you're listening to your own stuff, you know yeah. that that's uh, that can get in the way sometimes too. I mean, you wanna you wanna maybe measure up and see how you measure against other people and things of that nature, other sounds or people you like and your influences, but if you compare too much, it can become a negative quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, that's
5: They're, true. Because everyone, you know, at least trying to put forward a unique perspective and a unique voice and at, at, being okay with that being different yeah. than what, what you hear other people do, you know, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. So challenging.
1: Well, I I definitely appreciate that appreciate that about what you guys do because it's just you you don't conform to what is on the radio or today's. It, it seems like what you are doing is very individual. It's very unique, and, and it's not so worried about what anybody else is doing. You know, which is is awesome to kind of set your own standards and 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 create your own thing. And and I don't even know if you. I, I would say you're not doing that consciously. I think you're just—you are being yourself. You're being original, and then what you're creating is its own thing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, our uh,
0: (laughs) our listeners that want to follow you guys more closely, where can they find you?
5: Doomgong on Instagram. (laughs) Everything. Yeah, it looks cool on there too. I I think it's Doomgong on everything. Okay,
4: come find us at the Doom. we're not going to tell you where it is we we also have merch
6: (laughs) we have merch okay
5: yeah uh yeah, but we were lucky to get that doom gong, no spaces Dude,
1: on I'll, everything. You're gonna that you're definitely gonna have all the doom gongs. There's nobody else that I, <laughs> I, I'm uh, certain.
6: I, of I say it to people and they're like like I say it and they're like shocked. Like they're like they're like, I've never thought of putting those two doom words gong. together. They're like doom I gong. I, yeah. Or it's like or think you, about it now. Or you say it and they're like they're like bing bong. I'm like, that's yes, <laughs> not <laughs> <it's> <laughs> just, <it's> not <laughs> what yeah. I said. It's someone yeah, really call it to play uh, Bing Bong. Someone called
1: it
4: Doom Dong.
6: I've heard uh Doom. Yeah.
1: That was at our of our show. I oh, was yeah.
2: like, yeah. I told him that was after hours.
7: VIP access. <laughs> <laughs> b- oh, I didn't
5: want to know this what
4: happened.
1: Get a, yeah. a
7: doom
4: song for your doom gong.
7: Yeah, there you <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> Get a doom uh, gong doom thong merch. for your doom dong. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's fun to say too. It's fun to yeah. say. All right, man. Y'all convinced
0: Ooh, me. It's a good, I, I, I love it. <laughs> cool T-shirt too. I bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, we're going to go out with laser beam of consciousness. Tell about tell us about that one.
5: Can I to say something? <laughs> Take it away, Kenny.
2: Uh, I truly don't have too much to say about this one.
0: Uh, oh come
5: on!
2: Oh uh, come on, man! You you started off, I'll, I'll, I'll help finish it. <laughs> so
5: this song, we recorded the drums at La La Land here in Louisville, All and right. then we and similar a similar thing to what we did with Hour in the Sun. Hour in the Sun, we recorded. Mainly the drums and like some of the key stuff in the studio, and then we took it and did in house stuff. Shout out to our man Tether for mixing and mastering uh, Hour in the Sun for us. But for um, what we did with uh, Laser Beam, is we recorded the drums at La La Land, and then we took it and I mixed and I mixed this and then mastered it. I think it was also our buddy Tether. So, um yeah, but we recorded, like, all the guitars and the bass and the stuff afterwards. But getting those drum tracks… Drum tracks, holy smokes, are so hard to get to sound good. if mm. <laughs> You do yourself. Unless you, like, really know what you're doing, which I don't. <laughs> so, how <laughs> much has this song evolved since you played it as De Niro? Uh,
6: what do you guys think? I think this song has been the one to kind of hold its own in terms of, like, we haven't added anything to the recipe. Not, like… You still kind of play it. Like, I remember when we first started playing it back in the day, it kind of still feels the same, like, you know. But it's just, it, that, it's just that good. You don't gotta yeah. change. <laughs> I don't gotta yeah, I, th- that I think good. we
4: hold it together a little bit more alive. like tighter. Uh, you know, if we're coming off of a hot song, uh, you know, in the past, we'd take this pretty chill song a lot faster. And mm-hmm. then, like, or overcorrect and like take it like a tortoise, yeah. yeah. And uh but Super that, but cool na- now ways. it's like, yeah. it, it, and it is cool, like doing it any kind of speed for sure. But um, I th- I think we've definitely gotten it to the point where it's like, all right, we have pocket. It's like, in yeah, the and pocket. In. In, yeah.
6: if we need to play. If we need to wake up at three a.m. and play a song, like when you said <laughs> Laser Beam, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's there. And it's
5: we're, kind of a tricky song. In. There's like a there's some like tricky things going on with it, you know. Uh, especially uh, what Will has to do, the keys part, he's got both hands going, and it's it's a sight to be seen whenever Will's playing out, uh, laser laser beam. Yeah, totally.
6: <laughs> Don't look too closely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you guys get, have a song, I just a question just came to mind. When you guys have a song worked out, do you improvise much when you play playing live? Yeah,
5: buddy.
6: For yeah, certain
5: songs, bit. yeah. But
0: well,
6: yeah, certain places,
5: yeah. One one song that we're planning on playing tonight is um it it's called D Jam it it has lyrics and everything we just haven't decided a title yet but that song is a lot a lot a lot of improvising uh so like we give ourselves moments to do a lot of improvising and then we have songs like Laser Beam where we play it more straight um but
4: <laughs> I think an important th- there are lyrics to this Wait. oh to, to D Jam <laughs> yeah I oh, was actually yeah. shocked by <laughs> you that you guys don't know. <laughs>
6: I think I think I've, I've seen I've seen John move. Oh, yeah. oh play yeah, yeah, I was of I
4: was thinking of uh, the other one. Oh, okay, okay.
6: I think for sure one thing I acknowledge is that like with so many of us, it's like with there's like a three piece group or something like that. You know, the window for being able to move around is a lot bigger. And If there's a bunch of people, it's easier to step on toes. You know, yeah, so yeah. Oh, man. If you do another thing. You know, it's great point. It, it's kind of cool. Like okay, well, like you can do this chord thing, but it's like all right, you kind of have a, a role to play and it's kind of like your role is going to do a specific thing and think about the, the music as a whole versus like individual but there are sections where like but okay this is just a jam in e minor and then you you have your chance to go crazy that's when you can kind of do a little more stuff but whenever we're kind of all as a unit we kind of have to all have a similar direction or get sloppy
1: oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Could, it becomes noise if, if it's just a bunch of playing Uh oh speaking of noise hey hey Hey, Christian he said even, something.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I like, wait, I like how it went off, and he was like, "Man, whose phone is that?" <laughs>
1: know, Nobody else has that ringtone, man. Yeah. It wasn't even
6: my ringtone; it was
2: on Spotify.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know how it came up. Your AirPods
5: are—they're looming Look, in your pocket, yeah. want to get involved. There you go. Well, man, it's been great
0: having you guys back in here again. Thank you so much. Meeting the new members. We're Uh, looking for good things come out of you guys. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. (laughs) All right, here we go. Laser beam of consciousness.